What's your name? What's your name again? What's your name? Antonia. <laughs> your name's Antonia? I got it. Yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> you got that. You that was a good it. answer. Yeah, maybe you can hold it like that. So talk right into there. Uh, there you go. What do you want to say to everybody? Let's say hello. Don't touch that. Just touch that part. Yeah, there you go. You have to use your voice, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's waving at the micro She's uh, waving. microphone. Yes. So we, we do presence practice a lot. We talk about for adults how to like practice the presence of God. Yeah. I don't think we've ever talked. How does a three-year-old? Yeah, it's a very good point. Experience the presence of God. Antonia, do you remember? Do you remember one day a couple weeks ago you told me that you liked to pray for me? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. What do, what do, how do you pray for me? Yeah, talk right into there. How do you um, how do you pray for Uncle Tim? I don't know. Can you pray? <laughs> Antonia, you ha- you had a very good prayer for me a couple weeks ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you yeah. like to pray to God? Mm-hmm. Do you like to talk to him? Yeah. What do you like to tell What do you like to tell him when you talk to him? Oh, oh, that's really Mama. sweet. That's very sweet, honey. And what do you do? You like to say things to Jesus too. Mm-hmm. What do you like to say to Jesus? I love the Prince William's baby. <laughs> 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 honey, you gotta talk right into the microphone. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You're all done. <laughs> okay, thank you for playing. Well, with thank us. you for answering those questions. And <laughs> do you want to say anything else? Do you want to say uh, goodbye? Oh yeah. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Presence Practice. I'm Tim. And I'm Heather. In this podcast, we hope to give you some practical ways to experience the presence of God. And to give you some spiritual disciplines to help you grow deeper in your relationship with God. We invite you to come and learn with us as we experiment and try on different ways to connect with our Creator. We're so excited you've joined us and we hope that this will encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. All right, welcome back to Presence Practice. This is a very special episode where we have our very first guest ever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty big deal. No pressure. The no. one and only Paula Bicer. Paula Bicer. <laughs> we uh, were very, very um, grateful to have her expertise today, talking about a topic that. Um, I think it's pretty important for our church, but also just for the world right now, right? Like parenting during the pandemic and yeah. parenting yeah. related topics. Yes. And for these, for those of you that don't know, Paula is sort of our resident expert in our church. So for years, people inside our church and even a community, I think outside of our church that, that has heard of your expertise they kind of just come to you organically a lot, right? Yeah, like, they sure do. <laughs> asking questions, and I know, I know, Robin and I have asked you questions. I know Brett and Heather have asked mm-hmm. you questions. Yes, we have. Um, so we don't want to keep you all to ourselves. Well, we do. <laughs> we can share the wealth. Of share the wealth of her have. knowledge with other yes. people. So, so we we asked Paula to kind of. Um, think through some of the stuff that she wanted to talk through. And we also reached out to you guys, our listeners, for some questions, and you got back to us. So we're going to go through some of those today. We're also just going to talk through um, whatever else is kind of um, pressing right now in the world with this pandemic and our kids, right? So 
I guess, first of all, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about? And So my favorite thing in life is just taking care of moms with new babies. Um, I feel that giving a baby a good start in life and helping a mom to feel confident is one of the greatest um, things that I can do. And so that's always kind of been who I've been. Um, I was like the oldest of, uh, oh gosh, I don't remember how many, like 11 cousins. So I wow. always took good care oh, of like, yeah. And like by four years. So I was always just like, uh, the babysitter of the, of the cousins when we would all get together. So, nice. um, yeah, so it's just always been something that I've cared about. And, um, so my business is to be, um, it's a postpartum doula, which a lot of times the word doula people don't really understand, but, um, I, I don't do the baby part, like the birthing part. I do the, um, I do the taking care of the moms after they, um, the baby is here and just helping them to learn, um, all the things and just gain confidence because I think that's the hardest thing. If there's a baby confidence. around and it's not, and there's <laughs> not a true. pandemic, Paula <laughs> is picking up. Yes. The baby. So she's. You can't see this right now, but she's wearing her Ugandan soccer yes. jersey. And so, Paula, I have to say this, we, we were in Uganda, and every time you see a picture of Paula, she is holding a baby yes. in Uganda. And I'm like, yes. okay, I, I see where mm -hmm. the fun is for yes. you, wherever you go. Absolutely. <laughs> you're going to find yes. the babies. You're going to hold the babies. Yes. And what he didn't mention is that none of them wear diapers there, which I, it's okay. I, I still wanted to hold that baby. Wow. <laughs> so true. that kind of shows where I'm at. <laughs> I, never, I never actually thought about that. that makes... That's a new reality. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even, my eyes are bugging out. You guys can't see. But. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so should we get into some of our questions? I think mm -hmm. we were surprised by a couple of them, but um, yeah. So I guess I'll just start with the first question, right? Sure. This so is from Karen, right? This is from Karen. She goes to our church and she asked, where is God during the pandemic? Oh, good. Short, We're starting light. Yeah, it's nice. And yeah, <laughs> this is simple. No problem. Super light. <laughs> Super light. Uh, and I, my first thought was, you need to ask the pastor that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's not here. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. But we, I think she was kind of looking at the point of... Um, what do we tell our children yeah. about where is God during the pandemic? Which, you know, it, for our own answers, we don't really have those, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, you know, w one of the things that we've talked a lot about is there's this desire in us to know, want to know why. Mm -hmm. But I actually like Karen's question. She didn't say like, why is God doing this to us? Which <laughs> yeah. That's an even harder question. That's a really good point. But it's a little bit easier to say like, where is God? God, because we see where God is not, right? Like mm -hmm. you see the parts of the world where it's like, okay, this is not what the kingdom of God looks like. And so I think our question might be partly like where, like, what are the good things? Like, are we seeing like good things in the pandemic? And so for you, Paula, are you seeing like God show up, especially like when it, in regards to families and kids, that sort of thing? Um, definitely. I, I want to remind parents that the grown-ups are asking the same question, right? Yes. Mm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so, so I think that's a really important thing to to um, share with a child is that, listen, like, you know, you think we have all the answers, but the grown-ups are asking this question too, and you know, and and just 
um, sharing some feelings. Uh, Fred Rogers is one of my biggest influences. And um, one of the things that he said was that um, feelings are mentionable, basically, is what he was getting at. And feelings are mentionable? Yeah if, yeah. if if you can mention them, then you can deal with them. Mm-hmm. When, um, when, we talk to, when we try to put on that with kids that there's no... Um, talking about something it doesn't um it doesn't help yeah it it helps when you are um sharing with them that we're struggling too yeah that's that's good because like i think and i think we're talking about doing a whole other episode just on a mr Mr. rogers Rogers. kind of theme but like he really pushed the boundaries back then because Mm -hmm. it was not i can speak for myself growing up sharing your feelings was not really something that came easy to a kid. And it, especially growing up in that generation, like you, you said, like to show them that we don't have all the answers. Well, if you're an adult, like when we were growing up, absolutely. No, the adults have all the answers and yeah. don't yeah. God is in control. I always got the relax. God is in control. And mm-hmm. of course there's truth to that, but it was very like, kind of almost like, Hey, don't question God. Yeah. And just yeah. It's like dismissive your- of feelings versus like, yeah, like you're, hey, you're allowed to feel this or exactly, you're allowed to. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and how you and I have talked Heather about how um, often how we see God is how we were in, we interacted with our parents. Yes, so it's it's crucial, right, mm-hmm. um, to be able to talk to the kids and help them to have a relationship with you because they're going to put that relationship um, also on God when they get older. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think 20, 30 years from now. This year is probably going to be the defining moment of their life, yeah. right? And I hope, by the way, it's we're three weeks before the election, so I hope that doesn't become even more true, like yeah. three weeks from now, like it could, you know, with the, the division in our country. Mm. But I think, like, what you're, you're right, and people, these kids are going to remember what we did mm-hmm. during the pandemic and how yeah. we interacted with them or, or didn't interact with them. Right, so. exactly. I think that also um, shows when we start to remind them of ways that God can be seen in this. Like, yeah. like we've all had, I think, more time as families together, um, more time to, you know, kind of slow our rhythms. Um, we've also can you also can remind the children about how um, how you have maybe stayed safe during this time. Um, and then another big thing that um, I've gotten from Mr. Rogers is um, that he said that you can always be looking for the helpers. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big thing for us, um, especially I feel like in our church that we are trying to look out for ways that we can be helpers. And like Tim always says, to bring the kingdom into, yeah. you know, the regular everyday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good. good. Yeah. And I think uh, before we move on from this question, I think something that I know I've heard some of my mom friends say, and I've said personally, is that it's just tough. Yes, we've had more time together as a family, but it's also more stress and pressure on the parents because they have to be now their child's best friend, right? Only friend, mm. maybe sometimes, right? Yeah. Their teacher, they're still their cook, still their like person that raises them and helps yeah. them like you know figure out the world. So that's a lot of pressure on parents Absolutely. to where I could understand how 
um, sometimes for me when I hear, oh, the pandemic's just been so good because you could just slow down. I'm like, yeah, really, though? Like, that's actually really insensitive because it's not, you know, And, and I think we have to say that it's hard and we yeah. have to say that like this is actually not how it's supposed to be like it's not how we're supposed to be raising our kids like you know what i'm saying right. yeah. so and, i mean to that end i think and you brought this up like having that feeling of needing to be our kids best friends right. like loneliness yes we're seeing this on facebook adults are feeling it now more than ever yeah i think our kids are feeling it now more than ever because like I, I don't know about you guys but like my kids when they were in school there wasn't this real need for like lots of pouring in of relationship, yes. but with both of mine now, they yes. will come down the stairs around five o'clock every day. And I kind of like it. They just want to hang out and talk and like spend time. And that, I know that's why it's because, and they've actually expressed this like, uh, you know, Emma, my 12 year old has said like, yeah, I'm just kind of bored and lonely. Wow. And so like, she's expressing that. So yeah. it's exactly right. It's really good. Like, it's a good thing, but we also feel that pressure of like we gotta we gotta show up and be right. be present. Yeah, you know, for our and she's definitely team. a more extroverted child. I she know is. Emma is, and yes. um, and I know I have that problem with my youngest Nora. She um, she's definitely more extroverted and needs to have like like the you know social media or, or Roblox or whatever is just not enough. Right, they're exactly. Just, they need that you know actual in person it's an empty promise it, mm. it promises yeah. that it's going to fulfill that community and it doesn't after mm. hours it's obvious it does mm. not mm. yeah so I, I think it's good to recognize for all the parents listening that like we you know i definitely understand with a three-year-old how hard it is to to sh- show up like you said tim like to be present and to be strong kind of for your kids right now and and it's just you know you feel like you're sh- kind of shortchanging them because they're not getting their play dates and their social interaction and their, their kind of growing experiences through that stuff. So it's just, it's tough. Right. You know, we see you. Yeah. We see you you (laughs) and we feel it and it's, and it sucks right now. Sometimes it does. (laughs) So so the question was, where's God, the pandemic? I think we hit a lot of like where it's tough. Yeah. 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 I I think what part of what we're saying is God that shows up in those difficult, in that tension, right. Mm -hmm. In the, when our kids are feeling, lonely and isolated in a sense we get to participate with god in remedying that situation and going like okay i'm going to be in the absence of like other input in your life i'm going to be jesus to you in in this way is that is that fair you know i want it made me think about something that i've been doing for my rule of life um do you want to put that Rule of life. Yeah. What, what's that sounds? Oh, oh that sounds awful. Why don't you give I don't quick, like rules. A quick explanation of rule of life. I think if, Tim explained you know, I mean, it better. Yeah. So I mean, a rule of life. And if you um, are just joining us, first of all, welcome to our podcast. Most of the other podcasts that we've done in this series have to do with this thing called a rule of life. And just very quickly, I know it sounds awful mate to some of you some of you that are like more disciplined you might be like this sounds great but a rule of life is just um it's meant to it's basically a document where we're saying this is the way that i'm going to live my life here are the practices and it's not meant to be legalistic it's not meant to be something that's hard it's actually meant to give you life so in our church and in our community we talk about like what are the practices that you're doing on a daily or weekly basis Um, continually. And by the way, everybody has a rule of life, whether you've thought about it or not, you have one, right? You know, you know, you have a bedtime routine at night, you have a morning routine, you have these things that you do. What we're saying with the rule of life is what would it look like to be intentional about it so that 
uh, you're feeding yourself emotionally, mm -hmm. physically, spiritually, socially, in a way that's going to lead to life. And so mm -hmm. when you hear us talk about rule of life, we're saying like, what are the practices and habits that you're doing? Um, and, I, and I think you guys both alluded to one of the things the pandemic has done is slowed us down. And it doesn't mean it's better because the question is, what are we going to now fill up our time mm -hmm. with? So the rule of life for me before this was to sit in front of the TV with the girls and eat dinner. Mm. Yeah. Um, I have three daughters, um, 18, 16 and 12. So it's a very different um, dynamic than, you know, a lot of the um, mm -hmm. the children in our church. Um, so we don't we hadn't been sitting at the table. We'd been, you know, sharing a TV show together, but it wasn't the same. So we just I decided that one of the rules of life that I would um, put in place is um, to start trying to uh, eat at the table more often. Mm. Nice. And um, even like when we have pizza, I'm trying to like bring them to the table. Mm -hmm. Well, at first this came with you know, I don't want to do this. And, you know, and <laughs> why are we, why are you cleaning off the table, mom? Like, what is of that course, about? That. You know, but uh, I think now I, I've noticed that they kind of linger a little longer. Mm -hmm. They, um, you know, there's not as much, uh, phone looking. And, um, nice. so this, uh, this can be kind of put into place with, um, with younger kids too. I notice in my, in my practice of, um, of being postpartum doula, you know, I often have little kids, but then I also have bigger kids, you know, that, that are in the families. And I notice that people who keep their rhythms, who create a sense of stability at home, um, their children just feel more connected. Mm -hmm. Um, they feel, uh, like it doesn't feel as, as, I don't want to say chaotic. That's probably not the right word, but there's more peace at home. Yeah, yeah, more that peace. makes um, a lot of sense. And yeah. um, and like I think no matter what's going on outside, and you know, no matter what other feelings are coming in because of what they're seeing or what their little pieces that they're hearing and not understanding, that idea of like we're gonna have dinner at the table, mm -hmm. um, you know, around five thirty, yeah, um, brings a, a sense of. Um, it's okay. Stability yeah. and calm. It's okay. And, and then that, and that, and that, and that, um, opens them up more to be able to feel like, you know, God is in control because it's not all chaos. Yeah. Right. That's really so good. I mean, I think that's a good word. So maybe for people to say like, Hey, during the pandemic, if the rule of life thing is overwhelming, like what are like one or two changes that you could make that would help bring peace and calm to your kid's life? I think that's a great kind of a a practical thing that you know they could do and maybe yeah. it's, it's something as simple as if you don't do dinner together have dinner together around a table device free which mm -hmm. if you guys are like me if you don't do device free it's it's hard because they're they're not really fully present and right. so i think that's that's important too if only there was a podcast about that <laughs> yeah exactly i know yeah. we're, we're reaching back okay. to our digital distraction podcast <laughs> i feel like we reference that one a lot actually. yes we do <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our next question that we got from Facebook from mm -hmm. Katie, and she... I think let, Tim has the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll let uh, Tim summarize sure. that. Yep. Uh, Katie from Facebook says, I have three small kids, five, two, and then a nine-month-old. Loneliness is the biggest challenge right now. Already with a winter baby and nursing on demand, I was not out with my newborn very much, nor did I go out without her. It has been isolating all year. My mom's groups are only meeting on Zoom, which is just not the same. My kids' programs are either not meeting or only meeting virtually. And I'm homeschooling my five-year-old kindergartner. Mm. 
Hmm. Having small children was lonely enough on its own before the pandemic. It's been more challenging to have play dates. Should we only meet outside? What's, what are the other mom's comfort levels? Are they okay with hugs or toy sharing? Like if our kids play ball, would their families prefer that we stay socially distant? Would they want us to have masks on the entire time or only for inside? It can be hard to ask these questions because of my own insecurities. I'm concerned they might be offended that I even have to ask. First thing I really want to say about that is you are not alone, Katie. Yeah. Um, I think there are so many people who are feeling that isolation right now. And, we, you know, we just touched on it a little bit. But no matter what stage of parenting you're in and I, or other parents are in, they probably feel like you do. Um, the other moms that you might invite probably have some insecurities of their own mm. um, questions about th- the same things that you do. Um I, it reminds me of that time that um, I had uh, Heather uh, oh, yeah. and her daughter over yeah. just in my yard. It was actually very pretty early on in the early. pandemic, so we kind of like still were like, I don't even know what mm-hmm. you know what a protocol is at this yeah. point. Right. But um, but uh, I remember us standing in the yard and being like, Should we do snacks? I don't know. Yeah. Are we? How do we yep. feel about snacks? And totally. Heather and I both were like, you know are you okay if I take my mask off? Mm -hmm. Should I keep my mask on? Mm -hmm. You know, like we're outside. And it was just, it was her daughter and mine. um, And uh, I don't know. Like, how did you feel? You felt uncomfortable. When Katie, when I read Katie's message, I was like, this is exactly, I feel like the tension that we're all sort of feeling because it requires this like over communication whenever we do anything now, right? With anyone, mm-hmm. which is a good thing, I think, mm-hmm. but can also be really kind of stressful to think through because it's just an added layer of like an extra step we have to take now, Yeah, so, which makes things not feel normal, right? Right. But I think it's really good that she identified like, these are all the thousand things going through my head when I'm getting together with these moms, like, what do I mm-hmm. do? So I think she finds it even hard to like yeah. reach out and ask a mom yeah. because then it's like, like you're saying like, yeah. You know, it's already like, you know, if you're already in this position where you're like feeling like you're surviving, mm-hmm. then like to do the extra step of being like, all right, first I'm going to ask you and then I'm going to then all these questions have yes. to come along with yes. the ask. So which to be fair, that is a unique thing, I think, through this pandemic that mm-hmm. we've learned is it it is a positive thing that we have to kind of over communicate with our, with our friends and with people in our lives because we're sort of maybe doing this kind of communication that we've never done before where we're it's it's almost in a way it's like a high a heightened level of empathy right because you have to actually consider what is this person feeling what are they going through how are they dealing with the pandemic not just how am I dealing with the pandemic right Right. so in a sense it's actually really good for relationships yeah and that's probably not something that can be done over text right right? um it's probably going to be at least a voice to voice yeah and like one of the things I'm seeing is that families are it's not just that there's like this sort of sliding scale of like not scared of the virus yeah. and scared of the virus. There, It's quirky, right? Yeah. So like one family might be fine with outdoor and mask yeah. and another family might like not, they might be fine with outdoors, but yeah. don't want mask. It's just very like specific to each family. So I wonder if that means almost like one family at a time as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, getting multiple mm-hmm. kids until you start to understand like kind of yeah. their preferences and I agree it's like over communication I have I have an adult play date tonight and I actually had to do the same mm-hmm. thing of like hey do you are you good with indoor and yeah. you know the person was like no we're not comfortable yet with that so yeah. we're gonna do like outside like around a fire pit yeah. or stage house patio something like that yeah so I think like it's so specific mm-hmm. to the 
family that we have to, it's that community, the over communication piece, which as you said, yeah, it's needed right now anyway, especially when we're feeling that, you know, I love Katie's honesty there of mm-hmm. you can hear the pain and just the loneliness. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that she speaks for a lot of people yes. right now, including us. Yeah. it feels like very humbling doesn't it mm-hmm. it's it, it's a it's a place where we have to kind of you know put a lot of put other people's needs too in front of ours mm-hmm. which we kind of you know as moms work kind of already doing a lot of so then to try to now want take another step and say yeah. you know now I really need that interaction but what is that going to mean I'm going to have to you know ask you know like if they want to have masks on outside then maybe i'm gonna have to wear a mask outside that i you know i normally wouldn't because i feel like outside's okay right right yeah that's that's a good point so just not putting your your comfortability on somebody else and saying well since i'm comfortable Mm -hmm. here they should too i think that's but i think if some if you think about it um you know i'm sure katie's thinking like from her point of view but I think if someone asked Katie over and asked her all her preferences on things, mm-hmm. she probably would feel relief. So probably, I'm going to try yeah. and turn myself around on that and say, you know, I'm going to try and put that on somebody else. Like, I'm going to think that Heather might feel relief if I can ask her, you know, you know, here's some things that I'm worried, like concerned about. Like, here's what I want. I want to have you over. Mm-hmm. I want to spend some time with you. Yes. I, f- I think that feels like, um, yeah. you know, I think the first step is kind of the hardest maybe to reach out to somebody but after that and then and then after and then the other thing is is then maybe you've made um a connection that you can do that again in the future and then you don't have to ask all those questions and then you kind of leave the groundwork yeah the first one's hard but the next one next time i have you know next time we have a nice day which is kind of chilly here in new jersey right now but (laughs) next time we have a nice day and i say heather come on over to the yard I already kind of have all the questions yeah. answered yeah. and then we can kind of make some more room for a relationship. That there. makes sense. That yeah, makes that's sense. Good. And maybe that's even, really uh, I don't know if this would make sense. I think part of the first time you go, the, the vulnerability there of, of being like rejected, like, are they going to yes. not feel comfortable and then that's going to mm-hmm. be awkward. So, you know, even like giving an option of like, Hey, if you guys aren't there yet, like I totally get it. Maybe we can, uh, set up a Zoom where, you know, the kids can talk or watch a show together, giving them that, like, other option so they feel like, it, they don't feel, like, trapped of, like, oh, yes. that, that kind of awkward, like, oh, she's asking, I feel like I should, but I'm not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that, I mean, a lot of people are, don't, they're afraid to, like, kind of share what they're really thinking. And there's all kinds of things, too, of, like, you're wondering how exposed is that family? Like, do they, mm. do they have essential workers? Do they have yeah. vulnerabilities? So right. there's just all sorts of dynamics that are really hard to know. And I, I see Kate and Katie's question that like frustration of like, mm-hmm. how do we, how do we get past that barrier? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Another suggestion that I had too, was that, um, 
you know, if you have littles, you might want to put them in a stroller, go for a walk together. You know, that's really nice because you kind of have your stroller bubble and they have their stroller bubble, (laughs) but then they, but you also have that time to like actually be one-on-one with somebody. That's a great idea. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So I guess, I guess the other question I would have for maybe back to Katie is, um, has uh, this is kind of a bigger bunny trail right but I guess my (laughs) other question would be for Katie is like how has she found like um technology to be either helpful or hurtful like Mm -hmm. within her loneliness like is Mm -hmm. she finding that she can connect through like a zoom or I know everybody's so tired of zoom (laughs) but like through zoom or through facetime like has Mm -hmm. that been something that's been positive or does does that actually make her feel more lonely I don't know if you Mm -hmm. have thoughts on that I don't know. I, I know I have, um, you know, being in a different position, like I'm, you know, I don't have little littles anymore, but I remember that time. But um, even to try to like find a time to like make a phone call mm-hmm. was really difficult just because, yeah. you know, it was, you're still, you're, you know, you're still on duty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I remember finding one mom who was really sympathetic to that because she was in a similar position. And we used to always say like, okay, so when they're 20, we'll have a full conversation. And we would just like kind of laugh that yes, off as like, funny. you know, that was, that was kind yeah. of our, our stress relief of like, you know, all right, I'll be right back. I just have to go and, you know, find out why it's completely quiet right now. Or, yes. you know, right. which is always means that somebody's in trouble. <laughs> but, um, one thing that I also, um, uh, that also hit me was, um, and I guess it's not really exactly technology based, but I guess it could be in any of these arenas is that like, um, sometimes it'd be good to just kind of like ask God to open your eyes Mm -hmm. to what's, to who's around you. That's kind of might be sympathetic or might be in the same position as you, or might be just like starved for some grown up, grown up time, Mm -hmm. you know? That's good. Like, when we feel that need to recognize that other people are experiencing the same thing and how can we maybe meet that need in the process, it actually helps us as mm-hmm. well. I think yeah. that's, that's wise. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to our next question, which was also from um, Karen from our church. So she says, how do we involve our children in loving our neighbors now during normal circumstance now and during normal circumstances? Sorry. I thought that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Loving our neighbors. You know that. You know, loving. That Christian thing. Loving our neighbors. That's a hard one. Do we do that? Yeah, Yeah, I know. I think we just socially distance. (laughs) Well, I guess I'll. Oh, we used to have that on like a banner or something, right? (laughs) I have a thought on this. I I don't know if you saw this too, but we mentioned Mr. Rogers. But obviously, like Daniel Tiger's the spinoff, right, from, Mm -hmm. from Mr. Rogers. And they did a special episode about the pandemic, which I thought was perfect for little kids that clearly can't process what's going on right now in our world and one of the ways that they sort of framed it was that we are loving people by wearing masks and by socially distancing mm-hmm. and by taking care of our own health mm. and we're, we're taking care of their health as mm-hmm. well and That's I thought great. that was so powerful because mm-hmm. I'm like what's more of like a Jesus message in Daniel Tiger than that right now? That's so perfect. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's so a, good. there's definitely a funny trail there, but like, but, yeah. but no, I th- like, I think that's so important because you have churches right now that are fighting the government for their yeah. right to meet in person with thousands of people yeah. in a room. Yeah. 
saying that like this is like our God-given right, and if you don't, you, you can't take it away from us. Versus, mm-hmm. what Heather, what you're saying is that loving my neighbor actually means that I protect them. Yes, mm. and that means I protect my vulnerable neighbor, yeah. and that's what you know. Mm-hmm. I think that shows shows, and I think that's absolutely right as Christians. If we act recklessly and going back to what Paul is saying about the play dates and don't mm-hmm. are not attuned to the needs of other people, that's not like loving our neighbor. And so yes. wearing a mask, I think, is hugely important for yeah. that. So then it creates this um, need to be creative. Um, I went um, and visited um, our friend Tirza down. Um, right. She's in Virginia. And their church service, they had everybody socially distanced. And one of the, the, um, the facilities rules was that they didn't want them singing Mm -hmm. um so in order to get around that and in order to still be able to praise god they did um sign language or like hand motions to uh a couple of worship songs so cool and it was it really blessed me like so much that's really cool so i feel that you know um using our god-given creativity when some of these things come up Mm -hmm. is um really you know it can be a blessing in disguise, maybe. Yeah. I like so that. let me let me push on this a little bit because yeah. I I think amen to all that. I agree with that. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, maybe it's an and. Is somebody might listen to this and go, "Got it." So loving my neighbors means keeping my distance, right? So in other words, like, and there's truth to that of like keeping them safe. But what I'm seeing in in myself and in others is we could pass that off as being like loving our neighbor as a way of like almost an excuse to shelter ourselves in mm-hmm. and not love our neighbor or say like, Hey, I'm loving my neighbor by protecting them. But if everybody does that, there's not mm-hmm. much of a sense of like community. And, mm-hmm. and maybe this is part of Karen's question is like, are there ways that we can actually make a difference where people are like, Oh my gosh, they're not just keeping their distance. They're being safe, but they're loving me in these ways. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this time definitely um, would be really easy to kind of go into ourselves, right? Like our bubble, kind of just be sort of like self, I don't want to say self-absorbed, but sort of like kind of absorbed mm-hmm. in what's going on right now. And and I can see how um, if we were to extend ourselves and love our neighbor, how that would actually be really kind of like revolutionary in yeah. a lot of ways mm-hmm. because people are not doing that for the most part right now we're seeing, right? And that's, I think that's the trickiness and maybe the confusion that comes out of like Karen's question is, do I just kind of hunker down and like our family is our family and that's it? Or, you know, it's not a binary choice, but it might feel like it. Do I put myself out there and risk Mm -hmm. my family and others, you know? And so Mm -hmm. like, what are the things that we can do that are safe and would actually be a blessing to our neighbors. Do you have any thoughts yeah. on that, Paul? What do you think about that? Mm. Um, again, I think I think it's a time for us to really use our creative brains, right? And to yeah. to to have to um, think outside the box. Like, um, and when we did that really um, uh, fun gift card giveaway mm. to the essential workers, oh, wait, I was can able. You, can you explain that? A little okay, bit? sure. So. Um, Tim had brought um, gift cards for our a local restaurant that um, it has really like blessed us in the past and um, 
and we took these gift cards and uh, we each, as as part of our, the congregation, we just each took some gift card and took it to somebody who we knew or who we imagined was an essential worker. And um, so I gave mine to um, a, a, a friend of mine who I actually hadn't been able to talk to in a while, but she is a nurse. She's a nurse in, um, in a cardiac uh, ward. And I was able to bring that to her and give her a little note and I just put it in her mailbox. So I was able to continue with, you know, the safety of social distancing, but I was able to also bless her. And I know it did. Um, she, she sent me back a note that said like, that really was a blessing for her. And I think just being for her, just being seen, but also feeling appreciated was like a huge, a huge thing. That's awesome. And specifically, I guess, like, um, uh, that, that was a way, like, for to involve children. But any other ways that you can think of? Oh, yeah, because you can, we had um, the children do that, too. We had the That's children um, take a, an ice cream gift card and, and give it to somebody that, uh, you know, I, I did, was there a specifics about who it was supposed to go to? It, we kind of left it open. We said yeah. essential workers, but right. we really left it open. And, right. you know. Yeah. So, so that, giving gifts. Um, but I, I, I think that. The huge part about um, involving children in this is to level it at their age of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, an older child might be able to do some chore for an older person that's in the na- that's their neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, have them help with a grocery shopping for a vulnerable neighbor, um, but also uh, all aged people love to get presents. So yes. we have the <laughs> we did the gift card thing, but also um, you can have the child help um, even like a young three-year-old, you know, like to, like to play making presents or, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, you know, have them help you shop for and put together a care package. Um, if it's something where you can, you know, deliver it with, with them, that would be like delightful for the kid too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's and a great idea. Hey, it's fall too. There's going to be leaves will need yeah. to be right. That's mm-hmm. a thing that you can do right. for a vulnerable neighbor that's right. socially distant. And it as doesn't well. cost you anything. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to be in contact. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, depending on your, your age is how you're going to, to choose that. Um, yeah. And I think them, I think again, just to go back to that, Mr. Mr. Rogers again. <laughs> Sorry, I have a little bit of a, a crush now. <laughs> um, He's a good dude. He's good. Um, He's good. No, but just, he always said that, um, like, even when they were, they were like, his uh, ministry happened a lot in the 60s when there was, like, a lot going on. And, you know, just like we have today, like, it was coming from kind of all sides. There was violence everywhere. And yeah. um, and he actually did, like, a news special. He He, like came on at night and did like a children's programming with the puppets and it was about and and actually Daniel Tiger asked what's an assassination mm. so um that. so i just feel like talking to kids on their level but also pointing out the good stuff point out the helpers point out um you know 
like do go the extra mile and and reach out to somebody who so that they can have a play date or mm-hmm. um you know whatever that whatever's com- as far as that's comfortable for you right but um but looking for the helpers is just um has been something that's kind of stuck with me and helped me to you know kind of frame um how I raise my children too is just be like, you know, see, you can see, even if it's a tiny little thing, like see this person, um, is working in the grocery store so that we can, you know, get groceries right now during a really hard time. They're putting themselves in, you know, harm's way so that we have the help that we need, yeah. you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Kind of That's creating good. an awareness or like an appreci- appreciation in your child's mind of like, Hey, this is a pretty big deal. Look at what this person is doing. I think that's mm-hmm. really and then when you point it out, yeah. it's great because it, now you can say like, hey, they're a helper. What does it mean for us now to help them or yeah. to encourage them? Because you can make that link and go. go right. You know, I love how, like, you know, pointing out the grocery store worker. Yeah. And then maybe the next step is to go like, hey, let's go bless them with a gift card or, yeah. you know, because yeah. they're. Yep. Their jobs right now are not fun. No. They're not excited about going to the grocery no. store yeah. or to the nursing home right. or to fill in the blank. So anything that we can yeah. do to encourage them. Um, I think it helps. Yeah, for sure. If your kids are going with you to, you know, say that you're somebody who, you know, goes through the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through, try to make a contact with, uh, you know, somebody that you see every day, and you know, ask them how they're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like Mr. Rogers's principle, right? Those yeah. are the people in your neighborhood. Like right. he's constantly aware of who are the people surrounding me, right, at all yeah. times, and yeah, and his high level of empathy. I think again, like. I'll keep going back to that too. I think it's just so necessary right now for us to be super aware of not everybody, like you said, Tim, is dealing with this pandemic the same way. And that's okay. Like, it's okay that people have different levels of fear or comfortability. Like, that's, it is what it is. And, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like, we have to be sensitive to that and aware of that, I think, for yeah. people to feel loved. I agree. And I think one of the things I've noticed lately is that at least our neighbors are outside more because I think if you're not, you're going to go crazy. Yes. (laughs) So like it does open the door for conversations where, and again, channeling our Mr. Rogers here to be fully present and to say like, Hey, how are you guys handling the pandemic? How are the kids doing with school? And to be fully present as opposed to the typical New Jersey neighbor wave, which means like, I'm getting hey, into my house now. I got to go inside. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like that that's an area where I think like we yeah. can do better and yeah. be like, no, let's just be fully present and yeah. listen. And maybe, maybe we'll see a need when we do that, you yeah. know, that we can meet. That first step is hitting that humility button again and just yeah. being like, all right, you know, they might think I'm weird, you know, like they might be like, why are you asking me all these questions? Cause it is Jersey culture, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and know. that and that's fine. They're, I mean, it's New Jersey. They already think you're weird. So let's make them think we're weird for the right reasons. Yeah. Of like, okay, they're weird. They're so like, nice, interested like, in my life. Yeah. Why, like, why, why do they care? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But you know, I thought about this too. This is something like I think um, our family is going to be doing. But like, Halloween's coming up, and it's a very um, unique opportunity to kind of even be a blessing to our neighbors like you know different people feel differently about trick-or-treating and the safety of that and that's totally fine I think one idea we had was something like a kind of a reverse trick-or-treating where we're going to make up like little bags of just like some you know some toys like pencils whatever and then candy and just drop them on our couple we'll pick a couple neighbors and just kind of like drop it on their porch 
like a reverse trick-or-treating but I think it's a way just and put a little message in there like hey this is from your neighbor from so-and-so address it's a great like idea. thinking of you and you're not alone like even a tiny little message like that you know I think it could bring a sense of togetherness like hey this is the person on my street we're in this together like you know I was like thinking through I, that was the only idea that I had I'm like this mm. is like I think this is a good way to connect with neighbors that I don't know I that's love, a good excuse. I love that. Right? I don't know if you just heard what you said, but like, <laughs> like I love that idea. Of like we're all in this all together. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, like uh, you know, you live. Say you live on on Dutch Road. You put put a note on there. Hey, Dutch Road. We're all in this together with a big thing of candy. Mm, yeah, like, that's exactly that. Like yeah. actually communicates a lot of like, hey, yeah. this is. You know, <laughs> and how fantastic for Antonia to be able to be part of that, mm -hmm. to shop for that, to be able to Absolutely. put the bags together and then to deliver them and to to already feel as little as she is, yeah. you know, that we we do care about that she's giving others yep. and we're not just going to hide inside. And there. I feel like it's also a safe option for people that are uncomfortable because it's kind of a drop and run, right? Like you just put it, but sit, you let can. Let it sit for 24 hours yeah. on the porch. <laughs> right. let it, but you the... can totally involve your kids in that because they get to be the ones that deliver them. Mm -hmm. I mean, how cool is that? And yeah. I love it too because Halloween is all about taking, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to go and I'm going to get, and I'm going to get, and I love it. That reverses it. Yeah. It subverts it and says, nope, we're giving to you. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's, yeah. I love that. I yeah. may steal that. <laughs> you can totally steal it. Anyone can steal it. I just came, you know, came yep. up with a crazy I think idea. that's great. All right. Well, I think this is a good place to end Paula. I don't know if there's any last final words you want to leave with our parents that are listening, but go mm. for it. If they want more information. Oh yeah. Like where, yeah. Would, where would they go? Yeah. Oh. So, um, so my website is tenderheartsppd.com. It'll, it'll, it'll be <laughs> in the show notes. The link will be in the show notes. So. Yes. Yes. Um, I have um, blog posts there. I have a course for new moms, which, again, is my passion. I would love to um, share that with you. And um, or you can, you know, contact me through the presence practice. But um my, like I said, my specialty really is new moms, new babies. So if, you know, you heard something that you liked and you wanted to um, ask me some questions about, you know, what to do if you're, you know, uh, feeling isolated with a new a newborn or you mm -hmm. have anything like that, I would be happy to share whatever wisdom I have. And awesome. we hope to have you back for, uh, will. several more times. Back. Yes, we will. And um, the reason I bring that up is there's a good chance somebody listening is like going, man, I would have asked this question yes. or I really oh, want yeah. this. Yes. So it's not too late. You can submit Send your some more questions. questions either on the, our Facebook. Uh, we have a presence practice podcast. Presence practice for podcast for page. parenting during the pandemic. For parenting yes. during the pandemic <laughs> with Paula. There. Um, lots <laughs> of peas there, but we want your questions. You can either submit them on our Facebook page. You can send, um, submit them to our email address which is also yes, in, the in the show, show notes. notes and we will try to get to your question at some point in a future episode yes we're very excited all right well thank you for being on with us today paula thank and you so much this, this was, was great yes fun. thank you so much we will talk to you guys next time take care take care bye